Hello, I'm Olivia Lee and this is Maria Shahata. That's right, and together we're Frank. This is the podcast where everything is talked about. Absolutely, and if you want to know the truth about love and life, well, you're in the wrong place. But if you do want utterly pointless relationship advice, we're here to help. And we do it every Thursday on Radio Haha. It's the Frank Podcast. Frank. Funny, real and not knowledgeable. Yes, it's that time again. Buckle up for another episode of Frank on Radio Ha Ha. Today, Phil Wang is here to give us a glimpse behind his dating curtain. Not a euphemism. <laughs> I can show you behind my dating curtain. Girl, keep that curtain <clears throat> Moving closed. On. And we'll be putting my online life coaching qualifications to good use and we'll solve another listener love dilemma. I just want to say something. It's that I did this, what, six-week online course and now I'm actually considered a life coach and yeah. it's the easiest thing i've ever done i just had to print off forms right print and fill them in and do a phone call every other week where all everyone doing the course would chat and ask questions and then do a multiple choice exam at the end it was so easy yeah and the thought that there are life coaches out there that have done as little training and are actually working yeah and charging money is frightening actually it is because yeah there's no like therapy qualification there's nothing um you you coached me when you were we quote unquote learning for the two days that you did that and then like <laughs> and then you ruined my life so it was <laughs> it was perfect no i weirdly though olivia you're a very good life coach well that's very kind of you a good life coach or just a good gobshite. You're, you're doing what you're always doing anyway, but now like you have a certificate backing you up. Like you're you're the kind of person who like tells someone what they need to do, and like you're right most of the time. Really? It's like you have a really natural way of doing. It. It's scary, actually, and you're right. And um, uh, so this, this maybe is, that's this, just what this... you think because we love each other, we're friends. Yeah, but... I don't really like you that much, but like <laughs> I just think that you're really no, no, you're really good at it. Oh well, that's um, and that's sweet why of you, yeah. Thank you. No, your advice to guests are usually, it's usually like, that's pretty bang on, but I'm going to fuck it up anyway. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> like, your job. But I didn't do the course to actually become a life coach. I did it because I was writing a script about life coaches. And I yeah. thought, oh, well, hang on. There's this thing I can do online. Yeah. Um, and it is fascinating. It's a world that is fascinating and unregulated. And life coaches are earning more than psychotherapists who have trained for in excess of eight, ten years. It's, it's bonkers to me. I sort of want to be a life coach now do it just maybe we should both weeks. get certified and then we can have like like oh uh, that'd be great yeah and we can this have... show could get really nasty yeah like whose advice is better yeah really yeah. competitive yeah 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 don't and listen then, to and her and the guest is going pineapple pineapple yeah <laughs> who do you like better um i remember being in egypt between two ants ants <laughs> ants like uh uncles and aunts oh, i was like meant ants. ants i was like oh and uh, they had both made the same dish, and like I was, and they they were like waiting for me to say which one they I liked more. Oh god, it was that's the awkward. Fucking scariest moment I've ever been in, and what that's what do? we would be doing to all the guests. Yeah, we'd be uh, putting them in the middle and going, "Who's who's like who's the vice you're gonna take?" Yeah, yeah. So I had, I mean, you know, you eat them both, and you go, "That's really good, Tunt. And then you, yeah. go, that's also very good. I can't decide. I'm going away oh, now. Isn't it awful when we get to that <laughs> stage where they start competing with each other because of nothing else going on in their lives, and yeah. it's all about the food they make? That's I it. Hope. That's we're gonna, gonna be us one day. I oh, know it. No. I know it. I hope um, not. Yeah. So, so what's been going on in the world of love with the Maria Shahata this this week? 
I'm in love. You're still in love? Yeah, it's still going well. Wow. It's still, yeah, it's pretty good for me. <laughs> this is amazing. Usually something gets fucked up. I've never seen you this happy with anyone. Yeah, I know. And should I, I say that because we don't want him to know how great he is. We want to keep him a little yeah, bit on know, the back keep foot, a little, don't we? Uh, a little, uh, what's the word? I've seen you happier. Yeah, exactly. With other men. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's not going to help He's got to work a bit harder to <laughs> maintain the level of happiness that I'm used to seeing from you. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, don't do that anymore. All right, because, no, we'll yeah, that. I'm really worried that he, uh, no, it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's going very well and that is very uncommon for me because um, usually there's something uh, that uh, that comes up. Or... Well, let's find the problem. Let's find the flaws. Let's fuck I'm, it up. I mean... I'm the flaw. No. Well, we talked about um, not kids with each other, but like where we're at. Because he actually broke up with his last girlfriend. Um, she broke up with him because she wanted to have kids and he doesn't oh. want to have kids. And he's so 100% sure about He's that. so 100% sure that, I mean, they were in a four and a half year relationship and uh, that he had to, they had to break up because he wasn't going to budget. What, budge on why them. does he not want them? What's his reason? Um... I'm not sure, but he says your whole life changes once you have a kid, which is yeah. undeniable. Yes, yes, it does. Um, that's kind of the reason why I don't want to have kids because I, I just, I don't. Uh, a, like what, like what? How am I going to pay for one? Like I can't even pay for myself. Like not, not. There's nothing. But if that I'm changed and you suddenly were earning enough money and you felt comfortable to do it, would that change? you having one or not yeah so i told him that i said like if i had the money and i had a partner who wanted to have one i would consider it and he found that very strange he's like i've never seen like an ambiguous answer to that question but i think that makes perfect sense to me yeah but he thought like because usually it's just one way or the other like yes i definitely want them i want to be a mother i want to be a father or no i definitely don't well no because what you're saying is you want to bring a child into an environment where you can support the child and feed the child yeah and yourself in the process but i don't want one so bad like i would never go to an extreme measure like i know i have friends who you know coming around 39 40 and they weren't with a partner so they went to like artificial insemination to have a child like i would never do anything like that okay so it's not like, burning within no, you your no, no, ovaries no, are screaming at you nothing like that nothing like that there's no part of me that feels anything about that <laughs> like, <laughs> just don't feel a thing um all i'm saying is if i was with a partner who did want kids i would probably have one if we were in a good position financially yes yeah but I'm not like, oh, are you sure you don't want to maybe have one later down the line? There's nothing. So basically, you're happy for that decision to be made by external circumstances. I would consider one child if it came up and we were in a good place. And a good place means? Financially, again, financially. financially. Also All a comes nice down to apartment. Money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, yeah. Cause... But you're absolutely right. Some women don't even, that they're happy to kind of, struggle and go down that route of not knowing i don't like but, to struggle i'm no. not a struggler I'm, no. <laughs> i don't have thick skin i'm not like one of those like like yeah. you know women like women who can really like i'm not yeah. strong no you i'm very weak <laughs> i get tired yeah. doing nothing but I it's have the good whole you know that nothing. about yourself i feel like that with a second child yeah 
I just feel like we're doing one nicely. A second one might mean that we'd struggle a bit. Yeah. Or have less time. And I'm not sure I am made that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not robust. Right. <laughs> or you're not one of these women that could go without and go, it's all yeah. for my kids. You're like, no, fuck, no, fuck that. that. I want I'm, my sourdough. I'm very selfish. I want my lattes every morning. I do. I do. No, I am very selfish. And I just, I don't, I don't want to love something that much. My parents always said to me, like, one day you'll understand. One day you'll understand why we're acting like this. Well, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to understand. Your parents <laughs> loving you has ruined it. <laughs> they have. How dare they, do they is, love you this much? All they do is love me and worry about yeah. me. It's like, what kind of life is that? It is. The love you have for a child is debilitating. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, that is now. I look at my son and go, that he is my heart. Yeah. He is an embodiment of my heart and my life running around, like, to the point that if he runs slightly far out of my reach I scream I'm like let him ride Olivia wow Sorry. I know but it does that to you the fear of I've turned into that mother that's well neurotic yeah yeah of course well you were already no, yeah. I know but it makes you crazy yes yeah, yeah. and I don't want to be crazy I don't want to add drama and it, like the love I would get in return wouldn't be worth it to me cause, oh. because because I don't know that love yet yeah, it's hard to imagine it when you haven't felt it. Exactly. And I yeah. don't want to know. It's like, I'd rather, it's like ignorance is bliss. I'd rather yeah. just not know what that love is and just not have it. Yeah. So. I think it's ha- it's tough to have a kid. You've got to really want it. Yeah. I don't think you can go into it with any ambivalence. I think it has to be, I, I really want to do this because it's tough. Yeah. yeah Financially, yeah. emotionally, uh, physically. Yeah. Right. And again, you know, I just, I get too tired. Doing so Maria ain't having babies anytime nah, soon. Nah, nah, no. Would you like freeze an egg in case down the line, like put a few on ice in case? If I had the money to do that, but then what? Like what? When I'm fifty, I'm gonna unfreeze this egg and like mix it and then raise something. When I'm too old, yeah. Like I just raise no. something. That's how raise I look something. at it too. Raise you could always just thing. get a dog. Yeah, exactly. I could love a plant one day. That's the thing about me is I have no responsibilities and I've curated my life that way. Yeah, I, it suits I, you. I pay rent. I don't own. I don't have a mortgage. I have no plants, no pets, no kids. No, like I just need to be free. Yes. I hate obligations. So, I would say knowing you as long as I've known you that that's definitely you are a free spirit. Yeah, yeah. You're very... the person that's like, I'm going to go and live in London and just suddenly she's She's on my doorstep. I need to I'm be like, able to pick oh, up and do that. Oh, when I said come and live in London, I didn't think you'd actually do it. Now yeah. I've got to put you up. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I need to be able to get up and do that. That's why I yeah. never got a pet. I, I would love to have like a dog or something, but like what am I going to do with that if I had to go back to America and I'm leaving? Now I have to separate myself from this. Yeah. No. But it's a good sign for the relationship that you're both on the same page in terms of what you want. Yeah. Yeah, it's so really nice. So that's promising. Yeah. You both want to be just very selfish together. I'm just want to. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> joking. <laughs> What's now? You but like at least we know that. It's great. Yeah. You know what you want. Right. Yeah. I definitely know what I want. No doubts in my mind. There are no. I'm kidding. I have yeah. doubts. I have doubts. I don't know what the fuck I want. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm sure. Like this time next year, I'll be going. What was I thinking? Why I want a kid. I Why that? have I said this? Yeah. You know. Who knows? Ah, it's not everything. Yeah. You don't. You know. You can have. I think a great life. It's all about your mindset. Mm. You don't need kids to be happy. It's like, are you just going to appreciate your lot? Make the most of it. You know, the idea that kids is the final point or is when you become self-actualized. It's, you don't need yeah. kids. Get a dog, get a hamster. Yeah. Get a, go, just go to the zoo a lot. I don't know. I don't need to fill it with anything. You don't need <laughs> to fill to it with zoo a lot. <laughs> I just like babysit like your kid, you know. Come or, over and see, which you, know. you do really well. Yeah. 
You, you like your cuddles with Teddy of I a do. morning, don't you? I do, but I like for 10 minutes. You know? No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the shop. Maria's like, it's all right. I'll mind Teddy and come back. And she's just, you've either done a photo shoot with him. Yeah. <laughs> so that you can send taken so whichever many guy in the question. He's like, look at me, we kids. Aren't I oh, great? that's right. I did date that guy with them. Um, yeah. Like, because uh, uh, he wanted eight kids. The one from Bumble. Oh, yeah. So... And uh, do you remember that freaked me out? Cause yeah. I was like, I mean, he was such a nice guy too. Eight kids? Eight kids. I think that would freak any person out. Uh, yeah. And like, he was such a nice That's guy. Not... He had a job. He owned a flat. He was ready for a relationship. Just a good guy all On around. On paper, but you um, didn't yeah. want to fuck him. I mean, you know, like I just didn't, uh, there wasn't a connection in the end. And um, I just... He wanted I, I wanted to children. like him. I wanted to like him. But that's like that's enough reason to make you close your lady garden off to a man that wants eight oh, children. Yeah, like no, you come in anyway. Right I'm sorry. Like yeah. eight? Eight. Yeah. Eight? Yeah. Like, so, right, why no, eight? Not a fucking vending machine. Like there's no way. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> eight kids. And so that, that I have a joke about it. Because like now we're not even a, in a loving relationship anymore. Now like we're in a producer director relationship. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just this director dreaming up whatever the fuck, like eight kids, maybe a year apart, two sets of twins. And I'm going, we don't have the time or the budget for this. Like, I can't, we don't have any names attached. <laughs> we might be able to produce something in Asia and bring it over here. But otherwise, I don't see how this can work. So Phil's with us. Funny Phil Wang. Funny. I didn't know we started. Hey. Oh, hey. Yeah, we started. This is um, just the way we, we roll. Did. Yeah, it's just, it's sort of loose. Okay, um, well, let me put my phone on. Just get yourself ready. Us, you got but... your water. There's a, there's a tiny bit of a flapjack left if you want to indulge that's uh, mine don't offer my food oh okay sorry i know <laughs> are you are you still sick maria because you were sick the last time we yeah. saw you which was last time um yeah i'm getting over it i just have a residual cough did you do a gig together we, we were did. on a bus maria's bus. My oh, night bus gig bus. yeah 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 that was a lot of fun you got called oriental yeah there was a lady right in the front <laughs> <laughs> who was a bit Is of a card incorrect okay her name was julie <laughs> And she, I'm just she, saying she what she sees. Old school in a lot yeah. of ways, and uh, she was one of these audience members who wanted to bring attention to herself. She'd been given a bit of attention and, and like caught the bug, yeah, and so kept trying to get more. And I was, uh, look, I wasn't going to try and do twenty minutes of bangers to eight people on a bus. It's, I want. I, I thought this is an opportunity to have a chat with some people. So yeah. I sort of talked to Julie, and at some point I was talking about culture and religion, and she just said. Yeah, well, I'll... it's because uh, you're so Buddhist, aren't you? You're so uh, you're Oriental. That's <laughs> <laughs> a strange oriental reference. You're just in the back, <laughs> like what the fuck? That's what it was. That's what it was. I said, I said, Julie, how old do you think I am? Because I was going to go into a bit about my age. And I said, how old do you think I am? And she said, Oh, I can never tell what age other cultures are. Right. <laughs> and I said. Yeah. Well, in my mind, I, I rubbed my How old together. was she? She was in her 60s, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. so it's that generation. Yeah, yeah, well, but I was still so fun. excited. I loved it. And so we've gone to... <laughs> Did and you I, go for her? Well, I tried to clarify to her that it wasn't difference in cultures that usually results in a different aging process, but a difference in race. I don't like the two being conflated. Yeah. But she she didn't really want to take it that deep. She, so she, yeah. Uh, um, and she just, or a difference in lifestyle. As well. I mean, I mean how it, about that? But it is true that East Asian people age really well. Yeah. Until they hit like 90 and then they just collapse in one day. But even 90 is <laughs> good innings. Yeah. 
Phil Wang, <laughs> welcome Hi. to Frank. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I "Hi, you're got Oriental." Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, your Netflix special. It's I've called the Comedy it. Lineup. Thank it, you. It's, 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 yeah. All the titles are so vague, I can't remember it. But I've I was seen like, you this on Magic Lineup. Life of the Apollo. <laughs> very funny man. Thanks. Very, yeah, very funny it. man. And uh, we're here to discuss your dating situation, yeah, so, not your so, career. Sorry, not your ethnicity, not your race, not yeah. your culture. Your love life. Okay. How old are you? I just turned 29. Ooh. How old are you? <laughs> you won't believe it when I tell you. Why? Because she'll be lying like to you. Because <laughs> I look so much younger. Than you are. How old are you? Guess. No, that's this the is worst a death thing trap. to say to someone. Absolute death trap. Uh, really... I think when you ask the age, you should expect the guess answer. 40. 40? Hmm. You look much older than I. Am. No, you look you look great. You look I am fantastic. the big 4-0. You look really good. Yeah. Wow, thank I you. I always yeah. love meeting. I do. Don't I am like a 40-year-old. Old and wise. You suddenly feel like you have a lot more time. Oh my god, that makes me feel really old. When well, it's, it was meant to be a compliment, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, My tone of voice rarely comes across. But you're 29. Yeah. Only just. Only just. A baby still in in the kind of. Dating world or not or what's your uh, tell I, me I don't know, what's, your what's your situation what's your situation what's your sad I broke up with my long term girlfriend in May how long had you been together about five years why did you break up uh, I felt that we'd become very different people to one another and that our priorities and interests were no longer compatible wow that's very pragmatic. Yeah. Basically, just the sex got shit. No, if anything, that's uh, the uh, sex has been the cornerstone of our relationship and was always excellent, and still in uh, insurmountable. Is that the phrase? Yeah, but it, it was everything else really that. Like what? Well, her, like her, so her priorities were different than yours. I so imagine became, as a comedian, your priorities are more like focused towards your career. Uh, yes, but so were hers. Okay. And, and she, was she a comedian? No, she's uh, in medicine. Oh, okay. And uh, so we both have rather location-dependent professions. Yes. So people... But was that an issue? Was it like, oh, I'm going to stay in London for my comedy career no. and she wanted to move to Bournemouth? Well, she did. So she did. She moved to Scotland for a few years. Okay. Um, and so but, and we kept a long-distance uh, relationship. It was also an open relationship, so you know things were not. Oh wow! Too I've never met one. I want to talk about that. Oh, okay. Our first one, Maria. How many episodes have you had? Um, four. The fourth. Okay. Yeah. You were in an open relationship. Mm, yeah. How does that work? <laughs> well, it it was hard at first, and then got easier. Whose idea was it? Her idea. It's... Oh, so you started off in a closed relationship, then... No, it started... Oh. Okay, so... Did you start off as, like, a sex thing? No. No, it started off dating. How many times can we interrupt you? I think we should you just let upset. him speak. We're so excited <laughs> to have you here. I don't, like, I don't mind being interrupted. It gives okay. me more time to think. Okay. All right. Uh, we started off dating, and then uh, and she just said, I don't care what you do, and uh, you shouldn't care what I do otherwise. And I said, I was so desperate to date. I was like, yeah, I'll try anything, whatever. And then I became a, a a challenge to myself to overcome my own hang-ups with jealousy, and particularly sexual jealousy. And I took that on as a challenge. And it was difficult, but once I overcame it, 
I felt a lot stronger. Well, what are the rules within that? That it's open, but we are the constant, and anyone mm. else is a one-off. Is that how it works? No, it doesn't or? have to be one-off. Uh, but that uh, our relationship was the most important one. But how is that defined that was... within the parameters of what you're doing? Yes, that's a good question. How do you know it's more important if you're seeing another person multiple times and saying the same thing to that person? I know, I would be like, like, oh, Susie again, huh? Neither of our relationships ever, neither of our um, auxiliary relationships ever developed to a point where that became an issue. Mm. And would you discuss it openly? Yes. Well, the the rules around that changed. At first it was like, I don't want to hear what you do. And then became... I do want to hear about what you do, and then they came check in with me first, and so the, this, the I think people always think these open relationships have, have start off with hard and fast rules set out by ex- experienced parties on both sides, but a lot a lot of the time it's this sort of iterative uh, evolutionary process, and you sort of you change your preferences about about what to and tell was, each other. were you both changing it as it evolved or I what? sort of just took her lead on it so she kept <laughs> changing her mind yeah a little bit she's like you don't have to tell me what you're doing now, now I want to know now, now you need to text me yeah and uh, I, was, I was very happy to do that looking back I probably uh, I should have been more expressive about my own uh, desires but uh, for the, at the time I was just happy to take her lead on it you really liked her yeah no she's great I love her still we still we're still close I mean, the, I suppose the argument is, if you were in an open relationship, why end it? Uh, because it it still puts a limit on what other relationships you can That's pursue. True. And I was finding it... Because you have to tell other people. And that you would meet. So you'd meet another girl and say, look... I'm in a relationship. Yeah, I'd, I'd, once I reached once our connection reached a point where to do so wouldn't have been presumptuous. I told her that I was in an open relationship. How did that go down with? See, I would want to know right off the bat. Like, yeah, uh, but usually you meet. But that, 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 that can come across a bit. That sounds then like I'm expecting something. If I if I the first thing I'd say to you when I meet you is I'm in an open relationship. By the way. Yeah, it sounds to me like you're going. So this is just fun, but nothing like. Bigger but then will I think happen. Like, that's right to tell someone that going in yeah that's what it is yeah and some people were cool with it um there was one girl i started dating it was, she was great she was a lot of fun uh, uh and we went out a few times and on the first date i we had a few drinks and hung out had a lot really good time and i said oh by the way uh i'm in uh, a, a long distance open relationship and she was like that's cool <laughs> and we kept dating for a few times and then one night we had this really fun night we went out dancing in Brixton and uh, with a few of my friends and she said oh so you're introducing me to your friends are you and then I said you know I have a I have a girlfriend right and she said what and it turned out she oh, got no. so drunk the first night she didn't remember me ever oh, saying that selective <laughs> oh wow and so you had so, to tell her all over again. <laughs> kind of. And then the next day that uh, sort of ended, which is fair enough. Did but you... I, but I, I had told her the first. <laughs> it's no one's fault. It's just I had told her, but she was wrong. I'm just curious. Did it become open because she moved away? Was that a practical no, thing? No, no. Like, it was you... before that? Yeah. Yeah. And tell us about how you dealt with the jealousy. 
Um, I would find that impossible. It's really, I, it's, I think I could do it. And I'll let you speak in just one second. <laughs> but I think I, I think I could do it. But I just, it would have to be that I felt like I was the most important person that I felt yeah. like, and that I had veto power. I know one couple that like was in a polyamorous uh, situation, but they have veto power. So if they're not comfortable with somebody seeing someone else, they, they can, can say, say no. No, I don't like this. Um, Did you yeah, have that? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You had veto power. Yeah. If you'd have said, to, "I'm not happy with that guy," stop seeing him. Well, she never saw many guys. She was, uh, uh, she's quite gay. Most of her serious uh, uh, external relationships were with women. Oh, that's, okay. That that's always makes hard. that's more always sense. easier to. Uh, that was for me much easier to digest. Mm. I see. That makes sense. Mm. So, I, I, if she'd seen more guys, I probably would have found it harder. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I have a friend. Like, I have a. They're they're a couple. They're they're married. She's basically a lesbian, but just not for you know. She's with him because she loves him. So they're married, but like they, um, always bring like a. They look for a third all the time, like together to sleep with together. A woman. Yeah, yeah, but I think that if he were to go out and and just sleep with his own woman. I think that this, she would be very jealous of it. I don't. So it's like something they share. There's so many different like dynamics. Was that something that you guys did? You'd bring your women in, or, or... um, not regularly. No, well, it's like, it... not really because we were in different places. Mm. We lived apart for the most time. What did you? And so like... when we were together, we spent a lot. We spent it all together, really, because we didn't have much time. Would you do it again? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, for for. For now, I can't really see me doing anything else. Really? Mm. Mm. Not until childhood, a child rearing and home ownership make it logistically too Impo- difficult to pursue other <laughs> relationships. Until you oh. meet the woman you're going to have kids with, it's like you're going to just carry on. Yeah, probably. Probably. I don't know. I really don't know. At least for the next couple of years, yeah. Did you learn a lot about yourself on that whole journey? Because you're really mm. having to go out your comfort zone, I would say, doing so, or against what you think is normal, society says is normal, I suppose. Yeah, it feels a lot more normal now than it used to be. Yeah. Something like this. Um, I, yeah, I, I became, um, I think I was a much stronger person, much less uh, jealous person. I feel a little deadened sometimes as well. Deadened? Yeah, I worry sometimes if this has limited how... Uh, how loyal uh, an attraction I can feel to someone. But I don't know. Maybe I'll change. Mm, it'll probably change. Mm. Depends on the person. I think it's like you can't imagine moving house until you see the house that you fall in love with. I think dating's like that. You can't imagine it until you've met that person and then you're like, oh, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Am I making yeah, sense? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, I, mean, I, I totally understand the instinct to do an open relationship until you meet that one person you're just like, this is it. This is you. Yeah, are everything. I don't need to seek outside that. But I mean, everyone's different. I would. I do. I wouldn't want to always be in an open relationship. I, eventually, I am in a relationship now. Just yeah. To, just to say, but like, uh, I've always thought I could do the open relationship thing. But I don't. I wouldn't want to do that my whole life. I would want a partner, and just be a closed relationship after a while. Yeah, I think I would tend towards a monogamous relationship at some point. Yeah. Do you worry that because you've been in a candy shop, it would be harder for you now to be in a monogamous <laughs> relationship? When you've 
had your cake and literally eaten it as well. But eventually you get kicked out of the candy shop anyway. Yeah. yeah. So it's about it's about that timing, I think. Yeah. You have to move areas because they're like, I've been with everyone in northwest London. I've had all the to candy. To South the dream now. is to leave the candy shop just before closing time. Yeah. Right? That's... Yeah. That's that's the most dignified <laughs> way to do it. But do you talk about this on stage? No. These experiences? Not really. I've... I, I talk about being single on stage. I talk about... I have like one, two lines about having been in an open relationship. For the most part, I don't find it particularly interesting. I don't... I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't want to hear about it myself, so I don't talk about it myself. That's so funny. We love this stuff. I know. I know we started a whole podcast about it. We want to talk about it all the time. That's all we talk about to each other. Um, love it. I'm sort of exhausted so, by it yeah. myself. Because you've lived it. Yeah, ah, and it took true. up so much of my emotional... In, so strength and yeah. energy that um, I, I don't find it but isn't that interesting that it, it was hard work then that says that it, it was kind of quite yeah. mentally exausting yeah but I yeah but I think I sort of look for that in relationships I, I think I all that, relationships uh, are mentally exhausting all right like I mean I well, sometimes I see couples that just seem so easy until I'm in a relationship that's very easy but it's still like mentally you're, it's still exhausting it's still like it takes up yeah. a lot of your time and energy and thoughts and um, not exhausting in a bad way. I feel like I'm like backtracking. I'm like, if you're yeah. listening, it's not exhausting in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, he's wonderful. You're so happy with him. I am though. Yeah. Anyway, but like, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's always going to be work. It's always going to be like, uh, like fighting. There's always going to be like getting to know each well, other and how I you think, living think. With anyone is hard work. Even if we live together for a sustained period of time, people are annoying. Fundamentally, people are going to mm-hmm. do things that annoy you and you can live with your best friend and they end up annoying you. Any kind of close proximity for a sustained period of time is is going to bring up I did stuff, live. I, I did think. live with you, Olivia. Li- I know, I are know. you saying I'm annoying? But for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we spent the whole time drunk. We had no cares, no worries. Yeah, I'm this still like fun. that. I'm still it like was, that because... Yeah, yeah, you're still like your shit. I don't want responsibilities. I don't want them. I don't, you know. No. You're, you have uh, a podcast now, though. The greatest responsibility is, a person can have. This is the easiest shit I've ever done. <laughs> it's just the most amount of commitment Maria's ever had, though. I talk to people I like. And, like, that's has, yeah. But you have to be here every week at a certain time. I know. That part's hard. It's like, oh. yeah. Every week, I'm like, is she going to be here? Uh, really? Is she going to make it? Yeah. No. Yeah. And then I see her and do a little, Oh, that's sweet. We love each other. <laughs> oh, nice. We love each other. Swell. So are you looking to meet someone? Uh, no, I'm not looking for anything in particular right now. No. No, no, no. Do you have a few situations yeah, on the go? I'm seeing someone who's really cool at the moment. I have been seeing a few people here and there. I've been on the old apps and that. And that's been actually a broadly positive experience. Yeah. Um, the algorithms, uh, they've got those down to a team. They've got them right, I haven't so. they? Well, I, I was on Hinge. Yeah. What's Hinge? Oh, it's great. Hinge it just is... matches me with other... Lovely Oxbridge graduates, <laughs> brunette Oxbridge graduates. Is, all is day it long. only for university graduates? No, no, but oh. I think it matches you. To is it another elitist? To... Like only if you've been to Oxford or Cambridge. Uh, for my profile, it was, and that suited me down to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I think what well, Hinge takes some um, people you're you're like somehow connected to. Yeah, I think the initial idea was that it introduced you to friends of friends, but mm. I think it's opened up a little now. But I but I, I, I think they do try and draw stronger similarities between So you put in specifically what you want. So you want to date someone that's do. got been to university. But you can put down things like um, does drugs, 
right. drinks, wants kids, doesn't want kids, maybe wants kids, like all these things. So what, are you, what have you ticked then? What boxes have I you ticked? Well, I'm never going to admit to doing drugs on, <laughs> on an online profile. Why would yeah. you do that? Well, some idiots are like, yeah, I take yeah. drugs. What? Mm. Uh, I'm, I, I, think it just, I think I just had that a drink. I put nothing about kids because even saying no or yes or maybe seems a bit strong. I don't think that's... Yeah. And I do want kids, but I'm not going to put that down on a dating app. Uh, yeah, there are certain things you avoid, like smoking. I don't say that I smoke... Even though I smoke, but in my head I still don't smoke. It's always sort of temporary. Yeah. <laughs> One of the other makes you look extreme. If you put on yeah. this smoker, in my head you're smoking all like, the time. Yeah, like and, and then if there's no smoke, if there's no smoking, it sounds like you'll get annoyed if I smoke. Yes, right? exactly. So I just put nothing. Exactly. For the people who put nothing. That's the only sensible thing to do is put nothing. <laughs> Too much information is never a good thing. Because yeah, because it is like you are saying too much with something like so benign or yeah. But I do put my university. Because of course. that's the most impressive thing on my yeah. sort of Not that you've been on live resume. in the Apollo? Uh, I mean, you, th- there are photos of me on stage as well. I, I, oh. I, know, I know what I'm doing. I'm not stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but as far as the algorithm goes, now, uh, the university and mutual friends is the best thing. I, 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 I do want to talk about that because when I was on the apps, I, I, I went to great lengths to um, not put that I was a comedian. Because I think that turns guys off. Like, so I would, you know, the occupation was writer and to the point where it almost sounded kind of dumb because I didn't, it's just like, what do I do with my day? You know, it's yeah, like everything, you everything I do is revolved around comedy. If and I don't, if I tell them, I'm, if I don't say I'm a comedian, I have nothing <laughs> well, to say for myself. Well, you think it guys off so, because they think, oh God, she's funny. She's going to have, she's going to be a talker. It's just, it, it's going to have an opinion and thoughts in her head. It's oh, always oh. a sort of thing like, oh, so what do you talk about on stage? You're going to talk about me on stage? Just, you know, like that. But I don't think that has the same sort of attraction, like that girls have towards guys who yes. perform. Yeah, absolutely. It's completely different. Yeah. I think like any if you man saw in a, position a, fe- of a female power. comedian, you would be like, no, thanks. Would I say no? I would I would assume that. I just, I told you what you would say. I... <laughs> <laughs> Is she right? Well, I mean, well, in my life, odds are I would know her because yeah. I'm a comedian. Yeah. And I, in general, I don't try, don't really have relationships within comedy. Why yeah, not? that's smart. Well, I just... Uh, I I I I I I think a partner should offer a relief from your life, the or the profession, mm. your professional life to each other. You should offer this, right? And so if I came, I mean, I hear about comedy couples, and I just that home life must just be torturous. Like you just you come Thank back you. from a gig, you come. You, are you with a? Yeah. Oh, that must suck. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't actually. Really. It doesn't. It doesn't because we're both time rich. Yeah, but you <laughs> which do, doesn't you mean that we're you not do, working. You do butt heads about things though. Like, but we're both strong characters, and I think I've got the type of personality I'd butt heads with anyone I live with. Is yeah, there no, any tension I mean, if one of you feels the other is doing better? Or... Absolutely not. Really? Like I am so happy and every victory slash relieved is a victory for both. when he's working. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. No, it's lovely, and we're both. It suits me because I think if I was with a guy that had a nine to five, I would find that dynamic trickier with kids because I'm quite ambitious and I want to go off and do stuff. And because we're both around a lot and our schedules are flexible and sometimes we'll work for a week and then not work, we're both able to be as present with the rearing of our child, which Mm -hmm. I really like because I feel I have that support. And a lot of my friends that have partners who have a nine to five, 
they end up taking on the majority of the childcare and it affects their career yeah. negatively as a result. So I feel actually quite lucky. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love having him around and I love what he does. I think it's awesome and he's hilarious and wonderful. I guess I don't want to waste <clears throat> my free days uh, on another comedian when I could be supporting a professional woman. <laughs> That's an awful thing to say. That's an awful thing to say. Basically, you don't well, want to hear about someone else's career. No, no, no. Look. I'm saying it'd be a waste <laughs> if there is a lady out there who wants to pursue a uh, high-pressure nine-to-five. Yeah. And here I am, a willing husband who will do stay at home and do a child mm. rearing. Oh, if yeah, I waste I my availability on another uh, woman who has the same hours as me, are you saying that you're yeah. happy to do more of the share? Oh, you could be a stay-at-home what, what do you think? Oh, no, 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 I understand that. Well, then that absolutely makes sense because what if one of you is in a nine-to-five, then you don't... I mean, I must think I think it must be so hard if both parents are in nine-to-fives, then you're looking at a nursery situation where you barely see your child. Uh, and yeah. I just... I would find that very, very hard. And I've been mm. very open about... I, I'll be a house husband. It's my, my lifelong dream has been to stay at home. So I'll happily do that. So and I, you're yeah. looking for a high-powered woman then? Yeah. And so, you know... Yeah, well, that's, it's fine. Now I understand. I, yeah. Oh. So I, 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 wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want someone with the same hours as me, I don't think. You basically want someone that's out of the house all day so you can stay at home and masturbate, which is what <laughs> most comedians do. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't need a partner. I do that already. I don't need a partner. Yeah. I remember yeah. when I first started out, people would say, what do you do all day? And I'm like, there's always wanking. It's just, I mean, that's it. What else is there to do? Always <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too much mm. information? Oh, well, get that tape. I know, he just, he just stopped talking. Put it on my mouth again. I'm trying to hold off at the moment. <laughs> on wanking? Yeah, so that I can be here with as much energy as possible. Okay. Like a sportsman? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's the same thing. Do you not it's, before a gig then? You never, went... I really know, it's terrible. Eating... <laughs> Eating or wanking, because yeah. those are two. If you if you satisfy your primal urges, your you lose your hunting instinct. You're and not you're, a shark. You're yeah, that... and so I'm I'm worse at gigs. If I eat a lot, or if I wank before a gig, I'm much much worse. So how long oh, yeah, do you I have to eat... not eat or wank before? How long are we talking? Like a day? <laughs> yeah, I fast for two days before every gig. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, wank twelve hours at least. Let's be civilized. Mm. Phil. Moving on, um, as much as it's interesting, this is about the, the no wanking before gigs. It's fascinating, really, and I congratulate <laughs> That's gonna be you the for having clip. the amount of self-control. <laughs> what have you learned about love in your in 29 general, years on the planet? Yeah. I was told by a teacher in Malaysia once, and we were all brought together, and the, some, the poor like foreign exchange teacher had to talk to us about relationships. And he said, love is not a feeling, it's a commitment. And that's always stuck with me. And I I think the older I get, the more I realize that is true. It's a mm. choice, isn't it, that we make? Yes, yes. The attraction is involuntary, but love is something you have to kind of sit down and sign. Yeah. Uh, and work at. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, that's really nice. But my parents it's are in arranged practical. marriage, and so they've committed because, like, society. Your parents are in arranged marriage. Yeah, so, like our um, culture does it. It's it's um, 
it's it's against our culture to get divorced so they had to commit and work it out um so i just you know it's like so so yes a commitment but also there needs to be i don't think an arranged marriage is the way to go like i think there should have been there should be some attraction there should be some like love connection too because they're pretty unhappy. <laughs> mm. pretty well, I think unhappy. the physical can get you through the bad times as well. If you still look at your partner and get, and can appreciate them physically and enjoy that part, I think that can help the bad times, definitely. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it would be really hard without that. Yeah. Or well, not so hard. Yeah. So that's uh, very sage advice then, very practical. Yeah. I think you should try and look at things more practically and objectively. So are you able to meet someone and, and actually objectify the attributes and the list of almost what they offer and go yay or nay? So you're not going to get carried away with the lust and the love feelings. Is that what I'm getting? Um, yeah. 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 And for that reason now I'm sort of avoiding long-term commitment because I don't really want to sit down and come up with those lists. You're not ready. Well, not ready. No, it's not, not a case of ready. It's just, to, it's not to my taste at the moment. It's not to my taste. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And as far as it is, men have more, a lot more time. It's yeah. very true. This. Yeah. So I still, have, I still have quite a lot of time. What are you talking about? The lists of things you want in a partner? Is yeah, we've we were talking about. We're never going to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. They, they were so long 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so specific. So and specific. then yeah. as you get older, it All just gets All non-negotiables. Yeah. Yeah, now as someone who can get a mortgage with me. <laughs> or, yeah, or someone's just like stern without being abusive. You know, someone yeah. Mary Poppins, basically. You I've want been someone Mary strong. My life. Yeah. Mm, I want someone strong who will who will set me str- like who who will call me out on my bullshit. I find that a lot of guys want a girl who will set boundaries. Mm. And that makes it sound kind of pathetic, though. That makes it sound like I'm sound- looking for a mum. Which I'm not. No, just Mary Poppins. But she, she, <laughs> she was, uh, was a professional <laughs> nanny. You had, no, did you have a nanny growing up? Have you got nanny issues? Oh, uh, maybe that's it. Uh, <laughs> so, Phil, what's the craziest thing you've ever done for love? The craziest. Or when thing. have you been at your most crazy for love? The craziest. No, not that. He's going through the Rolodex no of experiences. Worries, He's no like, no, not that one. <laughs> we can do a, a listener dilemma while you're thinking about it. No, let's see what he's got in the uh, Rolodex of crazy. All right. <laughs> crazy. Let's not let him off the hook that easily, Maria. I tweeted Virgin Rail about a train journey I wasn't on because my girlfriend couldn't get any water. And, uh, oh, that's oh, quite sweet, though. That's no. really nice. I but I was thoroughly embarrassed. Did you do it because you have a public persona and you thought if it comes from you, they'll? No, she doesn't have a Twitter account, and she. Can oh, get oh that is any, really any embarrassing. It's just like, hey, Virgin, can yeah. you get my girlfriend some water? Yeah, that, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Did anyone give you shit on Twitter for that? Catherine Ryan did. Oh, uh, yeah. what did she say? <laughs> <laughs> She tweeted something like, "Oh, this is how I find out." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. Which is funny, but at my expense, which is not the idea. Did was that she, embarrassing? Did she get her water though? She did eventually. Someone turned up. Okay. But it wasn't by any of my doing. So I just embarrassed myself for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go home and retweet that, that again. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. I <laughs> uh, we have a listener dilemma. So every week we um, we solve somebody's problems because okay. Olivia is an actual life coach. Are you actually? Um, I did a six week online course and I've got a laminated certificate. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, have you started your own courses yet? No. Okay. Is this, I, is this the course? Am this I on the course? This is your own. Yeah. Oh. I did it because I was writing a script about life coaches. That's why I had to pay £180 as I came in. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right. yeah. That's why I've got your credit. You had to set up the standing order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was strange. That was just formality and I get it back afterwards. Okay, never mind. Um, so we have a, a listener dilemma. They've written in to, um, to uh, get our advice. Dear ladies of Frank, I have a dating dilemma which I need, help, uh, need some help getting to grips with. A couple of weeks ago, I met a guy in a very drunken night out. Let's just say that some snogging happened. But thankfully, nothing else. I woke up in the morning on my bed still wearing one sandal. I don't make a habit of getting off with strange men and was pleasantly surprised when he sent me some texts the next day. When he asked me to meet up again, I thought it was a good time to admit that I couldn't remember his name. It was something beginning with S. Anyway, never heard from him again. Now, I'm not all not at all bothered that I'll never clap eyes on him again, but I'm genuinely fascinated by the fact that his keenness level dropped 100% by my admission. He knew I'd had a few drinks. What's your advice? Do I delete his number and the hell is his problem kate so basically London. the short version of this is she got drunk snogged a guy he texts her the next day and she admitted that she couldn't remember his name mm. whilst also having a very nice time with him and where he was keen he then stopped texting yeah, yeah. well fuck that guy it's, Idiot. it's so petty that is really petty and i bet he was over 30 I'll explain. So, like, <laughs> does your name become very important after thirty? I think no. I mean, it's just um, guys over thirty don't uh, like um, women who have had too much experience with sex, and he might have thought, oh, like, oh, she she must snog a lot of guys and get drunk a lot. So then I'm not special, and like, she's probably a slut. No offense, Kate, you're not at all. It's an but, ego um, thing, isn't it? Yeah. So because I was I was I was on this website because I was looking up like like if it matters to guys how many previous partners you've had everyone over 30 yes 100 percent it matters and i would never date somebody who has had so many partners and then everyone under 30 every guy under 30 like couldn't give a fuck yeah because like, not they're not thinking of wife they're thinking of what can i learn from this oh. you know scarlet oh, that's woman that's fair <laughs> but he sounds like he was over 30 and uh and he just didn't like that yeah he and his ego is like yeah yeah like you can't you forgot me fuck you but also, but she, but also she didn't forget him she just forgot his name yeah if, if your connection is like Fun and easy and instant. You, the name, your name, the name is like the least important. And with the right guy, that's something you could laugh about down the line. Right. Yeah. Isn't that funny? He sounds. Yeah. Do you know? Sometimes it's really good that you find out someone's a dick early on. Your miss is your bliss. Rejection yeah. is God's protection. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. Did you make that up? What is this? What is? Just, what are you? Did you come up what? with that just then? Yeah. No, you didn't. No, I had it in my head from a show I did ages ago. But the uh, sometimes we think rejection is oh a bad thing and oh oh my god they didn't want me and actually it's a good thing because it's this guy is clearly a bit of a dick bit of decision a made snowflake. for you yeah exactly yeah. or he it's lost his thing. phone yeah in which case or he got murdered <laughs> or he's dead yeah so. and here we are slagging him off <laughs> and that guy he killed himself unless he's dead yeah <laughs> no he has if a responsibility de- to look after himself yeah yeah he shouldn't if be he's died fucking twice well what i find interesting when you start to look for your significant other Uh will the amount of men that she slept with be a problem no not anymore yeah yeah that's the right answer i mean it's it's right it's so silly to think like because you could have slept with two men but done some rotten stuff with them and slept with 50 and done had really boring sex like what also like it's, guys don't know what they're talking about. If you, if you had sex with someone who hasn't had much sex, it's not good. 
Yeah. Right. It's all good. Why well, don't know. Yeah, you want someone that's can keep it's you all, spicy. Yeah, it's all nervous and fumbly and rushed. Oh, terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah, you want the experience, but like yeah, it doesn't I mean with Tinder and everything happening, there's no way you can like you can sleep with that many people off an app and then judge them for doing the same thing. Like yeah. at least it's just that's not a, Although I will say you should call you should text him one more time. Because she has You think she should text him? Why not? Why? But why? He's shown himself to be an idiot. What, to text him? (laughs) You're really holding out for this. (laughs) Well, then texting him again is not going to help. Well, she could text him multiple choice and go, I just want to know, did you lose your phone? Are you still alive? Or are you just a dick? Let me know which one is it. That's so funny and hilarious. Yeah, do that. (laughs) Do that. And that's where you're going to get a response, isn't it? (laughs) What's the... Yeah. Should she do that? Yeah. Should she text him again? I think she should just leave it. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got a name that he's really embarrassed about. And he's like, oh my God. So, like, like, having, like, it could be a bad name. And he he's paranoid going, oh, she's taking the piss out of my name. She's ridiculing me because I've got a bad name. It's Savalano. Silvalano. Yeah. All Italian names are something like that. Gross. Yeah, it's basically got a terrible <laughs> Italian name with way too many syllables. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any specific love problems you might need some help oh, with? Oh, f- from you messes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, that's you know, not that's the most sound thing anybody's that's ever not... said in the studio. It is, isn't it? <laughs> from you messes. Fuck no. She's Certified. All right. I'm certified. Certified mess. Yeah. No, uh, no. <laughs> You've got the measure of us, Maria. Damn you. Damn you for not thinking we can help you. Well, do I have any problems, really? I. Uh, is, it, is it. I mean, this is such a cliched question, but I think it's a difficult one. Can you be friends with someone after you've ended a significant romantic relationship with them? Mm. I think you can if neither of you still have feelings for each other. Then why not? But you not? will always have feelings for each other, won't you? No. Are you friendly with any of your exes, Maria? Um, I'm friendly with, yeah. Uh, I did have a, a guy, dated a guy for two and a half years. But I was like in my early 20s. Um, we stayed friends for a while after and he, he met his current wife. They have two children together. Like we're, we're friends now it's fine. I haven't I haven't spoken to him in years, but we were <laughs> friends for years after, and it was absolutely fine because by the time our relationship was done, it was so over. It was so like we still loved each other as humans, but like sexually, there's nothing there. But okay. if you leave a relationship when there's still like a sexual uh, connection, maybe it's harder. Maybe it's hard because um, you're always gonna think, oh, maybe we could just have one more bunk. Y- yeah, yeah. So do you think the, the right you, thing to do is? Just well, go... are you talking about your? Particular. I'm just speaking in general. Oh, right. Okay. okay. A friend of, if you're asking for a friend. A friend, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that friend. it's probably okay if both of you are single. I should imagine it might get complicated if one of you met someone else. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't know how cool I would be if my partner was really friendly with their ex. I think I'd find. I think that's the kind of thing that new partners go. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. yeah. Like. Mm. Yeah. So, so nothing wrong with it per se, but be think, prepared for the inevitable <laughs> difficulty. You're gonna grow apart, yeah, maybe. so it's like why, why be friends? But you yeah. could try it. The thing is, with anything, there are no hard and fast rules. You could try it and see how it goes. Because why do we have to 
cut someone out completely. You know, mm-hmm. that's really hard because it's going through. It is hard, but in the long, in the long run, is it not better? Cut the cancer. Yeah, no, because sometimes things can be like dragged on. Yeah. If you still have feelings for them, uh, just being in contact will yes, just kind of make this longer and harder and like then one of you will meet someone, the other one will get kind of hurt and it'll be weird. So just, I I would say like, give it some space, like um, four or five months of not talking at all, then revisit and see if you can be friends after that. But Or with the caveat, if both of you genuinely feel that you've moved on and you don't want to have sex with each other anymore and you're not going to be jealous if she falls in love with someone else and vice versa, then you could try it. The only person I know who says vice versa. Vice versa. Ipto, ipso facto. <laughs> yeah. Another one. Vice. What would you say? Vice, vice versa. Vice versa. Vice versa. It's vice versa. It should be vice versa, right? Vice versa. I think proper Latin would be vice versa. Yeah. Thank you. I know Latin. Latin. Vice versa. And he's been to Oxford, so he's clearly right. Cambridge, no, I know, I know. Cambridge. There's, there you there's go. a dictionary there and everything. Yeah. What yeah, did so. you study? <laughs> engineering. What kind wow. of engineering? Uh, in Cambridge, you do first two years everything, and then uh, I did mechanical with aeronautical and control. My <laughs> my my boyfriend that I was talking to you about that um he is a mechanical engineer and like makes planes or some shit. So that's cool. Oh yeah. Um, How did you end up in comedy? <laughs> a lot of comedy on at Cambridge is one of the reasons I wanted to do, go there. And did you do footlights? Yeah. Oh. oh. President. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. President, you have to slide that in there like that. Which means <laughs> you're definitely going to get a sitcom on the BBC. I, uh, in without the good old a doubt. Days, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, the old yeah. boys club is dead and gone. I wish I wish we lived in an unfair society. <laughs> I, this is a myth. This is you're a just myth. 10 years too late. Yeah, I'm absolutely too late. Yeah. I, just, like, things have been so sweet for me. If anything, there ago. might be some reverse prejudice now. Like, oh, not another Cambridge footlight. Dude, fuck off. God, Let's I'm give a bit, someone else a chance. Thank God I'm a bit coloured. If I wasn't, yeah, I'd you'd be really screwed. Nothing. I'd be done. If you we wouldn't even posh, have you on this podcast, I'm more privileged than ninety percent of white people in this country. Yeah, and I can still say mm, I'm a minority. It's <laughs> pathetic. You're I'm all, Oriental. You're pathetic. You're all so easily played, and I've built a career on it. So yeah. I still have, I have something at least. But if I didn't have my Asianness, I'd be dead in the water. And thus ended Phil Wang's career. Yeah, right here on our podcast. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, do you did you prepare a frank acronym for I didn't us? prepare. But here we you go. You went to Cambridge, you got this. <laughs> yeah. Uh for real a name Karen. <laughs> okay. For real, for real a name, a name Colin Karen. Oh, nice. Oh, for real. Like you're name. presenting a name. Karen. For real, a name. Karen. Yeah. And then if we could find a really cool acronym for Karen, Karen could be the meaning within the meaning. <laughs> right? Yeah. Karen and Ryan enter Nairobi. Right. So yeah. now we now we know You've something about K- Karen. She's with a guy called Ryan. She's yes. into tra- she travels. Yeah. So Nairobi. Hang on, how do you spell Nairobi? N a i r o b i. Never answer idiotic ob- requests. Relationship. Relationship. Oh. Offspring. Be observational it. bullshits. And, and I. And a, and. No, there's not an and. As the next word, next word has to start with an I. Bullshit. Inquiries. Nice. No, yes. that's, yeah, that's the E. That's also the E. In America, it's I. So fuck you both. So okay. fuck <laughs> you. 
Good Cambridge. Well, you're English wrong. too. I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, thank yeah, you yeah. so much for coming on and oh, sharing your uh, love life Thanks. with us. Thanks. You've been fascinating. Our first open relationship. Oh, Our first God, Asian. I hope, yeah. <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I hope I wasn't growth, gross in either respect. No. But you were definitely growth because I learned ah. something. Yeah. Well, 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 we've done it again. We've solved the shit out of some dating dilemmas and we've given a little bit back to the world and taken a lot from Phil. And now to give a little bit more is Maria to provide some moral guidance. Um, we often think that it doesn't, um, you know, when we meet the right person, we'll, we'll, uh, it'll all come into place. But um, just know that their relationship history has nothing to do with who they are as a person. It doesn't matter how many people one has been with. It does matter uh, whether or not they used protection because that's just fucking filthy, isn't it? Um, no, I don't have, <laughs> have a moral guidance for this one. I know, I was wondering um, where you were going with this. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like last week. Be honest, be kind, be open. And if you're in an open relationship, be honest, be kind. Be open. Bye. 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 <laughs>